Life, Strength, and Health Podcast, Episode 60. Welcome, everyone. This is Life, Strength, and Health Podcast with Jamal and Kim, where each and every week we educate, empower, and inspire you to live healthier. So let's dive into the show. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Life, Strength, and Health Podcast. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes. And thank you for joining us for episode number 60 titled The Truth About Fats, Fats That Heal and Fats That Kill. Um, And this is part one of a multi-part series that we are excited to share because um, this is a a topic that's not commonly discussed um, when we talk about fats. And uh, we are so excited to share this information with you. And uh, we hope that it can positively affect anyone who listens to this. And before we dive into today's topic, let's discuss our organic food for thought. This week's organic food for thought is actually a continuation of the topic of our olive oil, which we discussed in episode number 58, I believe, how to have the best health year ever. And if you want to listen to that, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 58 and you will get uh, access to that episode. Um, but we're going to talk about olive oil. Um, you know, we always see olive oil everywhere you go. There's, you know, really good brands and there's not so good brands. But when you see olive oil on the bottle, you will definitely assume that the contents in that bottle is 100% olive oil. And unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, a lot of olive oils add additional oils to that bottle. But on the label, it just says, olive oil. So you're just going to assume that it's 100%. So the best way to tell if you have a good quality olive oil is that when you purchase your olive oil and you bring it home, put the bottle in your refrigerator. And if the olive oil solidifies, then you know you have a good quality olive oil. So that's a good way for you to check that out. Yeah, they did a recent study with uh, all of the major olive oils on the shelf. And the research revealed that 70% of the oils were mixed with something. It wasn't 100% olive oil. It was was actually watered down Mm -hmm. in a sense. And, uh, you know, there's always a lot of different specials and deals on olive oil. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, olive oil is expensive. So you should expect to pay more for your olive oil if you think that you're, you know, Getting away with buying an inexpensive oil, most likely it's watered down. So you want to make sure that you're paying your money to get a good quality olive oil. And your olive oil should be cold pressed. It should say that on it. Cold press or first press on your olive oil. Pay some money for it to get good quality, good taste, Mm -hmm. and then throw it in your fridge when you get home to make sure that it solidifies to make sure that you have a good quality oil. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, let's dive into today's topic. Yeah, looking forward to uh, to the topic for today. Over the last six months, mm-hmm. I've, I've grown a love for the fats. Mm-hmm. You know, grown a serious love for the fats. And uh, the memo isn't out, you know. It, it's out in certain circles, but the, the memo isn't out yet, you know. And uh, fats, you know, this whole topic of uh, fats, uh, we really need to, to talk about it. And there's a lot to talk about. 
Yeah, a whole you lot. Know, a whole <laughs> lot to talk about. So we decided to break this up into segments of a couple of shows so mm-hmm. that we really can give you a better understanding of fats so that by the end of this journey, you'll be able to identify the fats that are best for you mm-hmm. and you'll also identify the ones that will literally destroy your health. Yeah, definitely. So in part one of the series, we're just laying down the foundation of fats because, you know, when you talk to various people, health practitioners, so on and so forth, you hear a range of stories of of um, advice and it could be overwhelming and confusing and misinformation can lead you to make um, poor health choices. So in this episode, we're laying down the foundation of fats and we're going to start with what is a fat? Right. Yeah, let, let's let's talk about that. First, let's start out with just talking about nutrition. And when it comes to nutrition, we really identify the macronutrients as fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. Like we, everyone recognizes those macronutrients as important for the body. And the problem is that fats have been villainized. Pretty much all fats have been villainized. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to stay away from fats. When it comes to protein, uh, protein definitely isn't villainized. I mean, we recognize that there are some better quality protein out there, and then we recognize that there's not so good protein. So people tend to try to go for the better quality protein. When it comes to carbs, we recognize that there are some very poor choices of carbohydrates out there. Um, And we understand that there are some better quality carbohydrates and people will try to go for the better quality carbs. But when it comes to the fats, everyone pretty much wants to stay away from the fats. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, most people follow a, uh, a low fat diet. Fats have been villainized. They've been demonized. And uh, even the even the good fats, you know, people just want to get those in very small amounts. If that, you know, we have no fat diets mm-hmm. and just so many things out there when it comes to staying away from fats. So uh, we really need to talk about this. Fats is a food group and it's, it's very, very necessary. Think about it like this. When it comes to deficiency in your body. Uh, you can definitely have a protein deficiency. You can definitely be deficient in protein. You can't be deficient in carbs. You will, <laughs> you will never hear about a carbohydrate deficiency. You sure won't. <laughs> it's not <laughs> happening. And even when you don't have it, you don't hear about carb deficiency. But you can have a fat deficiency. You can be deficient in fats. You know, so if you can be deficient in something, that means that your body really needs it. So when we talk about fat and what is fat, it's carbon and hydrogen elements joined together by long chain bonds. And uh, the way that it's bonded will determine if the fat is good or if the fat is bad. Mm -hmm. So what we typically hear about when uh, we talk about fats, you hear about saturated fats, 
which are normally associated with animal fats. And then we hear about monounsaturated fats. And then we hear about polyunsaturated fats. And then we'll also hear about trans fats and hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated fats Mm -hmm. or oils. We hear about these different types of of fats, um, like the the monounsaturated fat and the polyunsaturated fat. Those are generally uh, associated with uh, vegetable fats and, and vegetable oils. So it's really important to just understand the different types of or the main types of uh, fats that are out there because it's really going to set the foundation uh, for this discussion. So now that we um, discussed uh, the main types of fats, I think the next segue or the next area we need to go into is to really discuss what fat to use for because a lot of times when people talk about fat, it's kind of in a negative connotation. You're trying to yeah. lose fat on your body. You want to get rid of the cellulite on your body. Yeah, fat is always kind of linked with a negative connotation. It's, it's just not a positive thing. But the fats that we're talking about is the fats that your body needs to be optimum, not to make you overweight or unhealthy or, you know, have cellulite on your body. This fat is a fuel source. Yeah. And you know what? I think that that's part of the problem in the villainization of fats, because when people think about fat, they think about just this, you know, jiggly, uh, (laughs) (laughs) this jiggly substance on their body. And your gut area. Yeah, your gut, your your arm, you know. You know, just turkey neck. Yeah, just these areas (laughs) that people associate with as negative. So they, when people think fat, it's like, whoa, you know, I don't want that. That's the bad fat. Yeah, that's what people (laughs) think about. I don't want that. Right. But uh, no, fat is uh, is is serious. So I definitely want to talk about it. So when we talk about the the just the encasing, you know, the fat on our body that you can feel, uh, that's protection. That actually protects your body. You know, you have to have a level of uh, protection. So that protects you. It also keeps you warm. When you think about these different types of animals in these very cold conditions, the Arctic and things like that, you think about whales. Whales uh, in the Arctic and the cold water whales, they're fatty, like full of fat. And walruses are full of fat, you know, all of these fatty animals because fat is insulation. It helps to insulate you. Uh, what you'll notice is that uh, people that uh, have more weight on them, they're hotter. You know, mm-hmm. they, they tend to be hotter. And people that are very thin and they have less fat on their body, they're colder. Right. Because uh, fat is a, a powerful insulation. Mm-hmm. It covers uh, and protects your nervous system and nerves and cells and it uh, surrounds organs. Mm -hmm. So it really protects you and it keeps you warm. But also your body uses fat to absorb nutrients. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? You know, nutrition in order to absorb certain nutrition and we'll get into the specifics another episode but in order to absorb nutrition you need fat right in order to do that 
And uh, also, it helps your body to produce hormones. If you want to have balanced hormones, if you want to produce uh, positive hormones, like the men, for example, testosterone, in order to produce testosterone, you need to have a good amount of fats in your diet. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, these fats are huge, huge in their functionality and, and what they do for your body. So uh, one thing that we hope throughout this series is that you begin to develop uh, to develop a relationship with fat. And we don't look at it in a negative way anymore, you know. And uh, it's just something that has polluted the the health industry altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember um, in undergrad when I was uh, taking a nutrition class and uh, learning about nutrition, um, we were even taught that, uh, for the most part, we were even taught to villainize uh, fats in a sense, you know. So what's going on? Like, why is everyone villainizing fat? Why is fat so bad? Why does everyone uh, kind of look at fat with disgust? And, uh, you know, I came across this very interesting story, and it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and me and Kim was talking about this the other day. You know, when it comes to uh, social media, mm, yeah. um, in this era that we live in right now, you know, this is the social media haven. The information you know? age. Yes, the information age. So, you know, I could say something right now and it could be across the world within minutes <laughs> if it goes viral. You know, uh, information is spread very quickly. Mm-hmm. But before... Um, before the internet and before social media, it took time. It took a long time to really get information out there. To for really, it to stick. Yeah, it took time for information to stick. Sometimes it could take years. It could take a decade for uh, for information to really stick and for people to get wind of it because, you know, you have to hear about it enough on the radio. You have to see it enough on the TV. People have to talk about it. You read it in magazines. You read it in, in newspapers. Like, it takes a while. Like, the viral effect take, took a while 30 years ago. You know, it took a while 40, 50 years ago. You know, so there's a story about a doctor and uh, he was a PhD, and his name was Ansel Keys, and uh, he worked for an insurance company, and he was doing research uh, for for different companies, and he did a um, a documentary on uh, on CBS, and the show was called "The Search to Warn Us of the New American Plague." And uh, this documentary was on something that was growing at the time, and uh, it was cardiovascular uh, disease. This was back in 1958. The way they presented it, you know, he had a, a, a white lab coat on, and he was presenting to what seemed to be a group of uh, doctors. You know, he was, it was a doctor teaching the doctors, And he pretty much um, came on and he started to make the link between saturated fats 
um, countries that ate a lot of saturated fats and a lot of animal fats, and their um, their ha- they had higher risk of um, cardiovascular disease. And he went on to talk about how uh, saturated fats were bad. And, uh, you know, this was a big deal at the time. And um, the uh, margarine industry, they jumped all over this because at that particular time, margarine was beginning to to rise and you were starting to see that more in grocery stores. And the interesting thing about it was his peers debunked. They debunked his uh, his claims about the whole saturated fat thing. They they debunked it back then, uh, but they weren't on the news. They weren't on in the newspapers, so no one knew about that. And uh, it just really uh, turned into a phenomenon. He was featured on uh, Time magazine and uh for those that are that are older you know back <laughs> in the day and when i say older i mean probably over what would you say maybe like 35 right. you know if you're over 35 you know time is is a big deal now but you know back in the day time was a a, a, a huge deal you know if something appeared on time that that was like people considered that to be like the authority mm-hmm. you know so if something appeared on on the cover of time and he appeared on the cover of time talking about you know the bad fats you know that was a big deal yeah people took notice they took notice and people began to buy into this whole you know, saturated, bad fat animal, bad fat thing. And it gave rise to uh, vegetable oils and it gave rise to unnatural oils. Margarine. Yeah, margarine and things that are, you know, trans fats and partially hydrogenated oils that gave rise to these things. And, uh, you know, the media is is an interesting thing because (laughs) when you see something, you know, on time and you see things on other huge magazines and you have these doctors talking about it, other industries start to buy in without doing any real research. And the American uh, Heart Association, they bought into it. So they begin to preach this whole low fat thing. And then the food industry, once the food industry got their hands on it, forget about it. Because now we're talking about industry. Now we're talking about money. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about millions and billions of dollars that were being invested in all of these low fat uh, foods, mm-hmm. you know, fat free foods. It gave the rise of uh, of these things. And we spoke about this in uh, previous episodes. Whenever you talk about a food that's fat free, um, you know, fat is flavorful. So if you if you're going to take out the fat, now you're going to add extra sugar. Right now you're going to add extra salt to it. So it gave rise to a entire industry, and people bought into it. So at this time, it was a it was a monster. It was a monster that that was building momentum. This whole uh, bad fat thing. So now people were villainizing steaks. And villainizing all of the uh, the animal uh, products, right? We just saw this trend. But the interesting thing about it was that by 1961, <laughs> it was revealed that Ansel, his studies, 
that uh, he spoke about when it came to his statistics. They were flawed, extremely flawed. That was revealed. And another thing that was revealed was that the study that Ansel did on the so-called saturated fats, this study was actually done with margarine. Mm. So what that means is that he presented the information as if it was done on butter and it was done on um, animal fats. But the study was actually done using margarine. Right. So all of the the heart disease that was being caused and all of the so-called bad fats was um, a margarine study. So everyone's running to the margarine. Everyone's running to the processed oils and the vegetable oils, and they're running away from uh, something that was keeping them actually healthy. It was keeping them uh, healthy. And if we look at the trends, if we look at the trends going into the 50s, uh, most people consumed saturated fats. And heart disease was never an issue. It was a very small uh, demographic. High cholesterol wasn't an issue. And people were eating a lot of uh, natural fats. We're talking about uh, things like different animal fats as well as uh, olive oil and avocados and coconut oil and things like that. Uh, people were consuming uh, these foods and they weren't having any issues. So now people move away from the natural fats and they begin to consume the processed fats, vegetable oils and um, things of that nature. And heart disease begins to rise. High cholesterol begins to rise. The the whole low fat and no fat movement, as that rises, you would think that a population of people would become healthier. Right. But they actually got sicker. People mm-hmm. got more sick. The more uh, vegetable oils and processed oils and the more that they got away from the saturated uh, fats and the, the more that they got away from the animal oils, the sicker that they got, the more, you know, rise we got with heart disease. And now in uh, 2017, the heart, damage is still there. Yeah, the damage is there. And heart disease is the leading killer mm. in the United States. So that that's a that's a really big deal and it just shows the the momentum because when it comes to health and wellness the information that's out there is behind and it takes a while for the new information to really get traction before people really begin to understand that uh, the information is wrong or that they could have been deceived. Mm -hmm. So this isn't new. This was debunked back in the 60s and um, people still don't know about it. You know, people still think that uh, fats are bad, that uh, fats cause cholesterol and don't understand the importance of uh, fats on our body. So like I said, it's, it's a big industry and once the big corporations got involved with the whole low fat, uh, no fat foods, 
it's like the momentum has picked up. It's like a, a, a steam train heading down the tracks at 100 miles an hour. Like it's not going to slow down overnight. And it's doing shows like this and just educating people that, you know, we've been duped. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've been duped with the study that was based off of margarine. Like you can't say saturated fats is wrong and you have a, uh, you know, you've been doing case studies when the actual thing that you were testing wasn't saturated fats, it was margarine, which is not even a food. And we're going to dive deeper into, you know, the dangers of these other fats that are out there. But we just wanted to set the foundation of just fats. And, you know, still to this day, we have clients that come in and say, is coconut oil, you know, okay, you know, I don't want to eat too much fats. It's still information out there you know, based off of that study. Yes. You know, so it's just time to have the truth come out so that we can all be our best and feel our best. Right. Yeah, definitely. So I hope that you got a lot out of this introduction to fat and just really understand that we have been duped, that uh, we've been uh, misinformed when it comes to good fats, bad fats, when it comes to fats in general, we've been misinformed. So hopefully by the end of this series, you will be informed and you can start making better educated decisions for the health of yourself and the health of your family. Definitely. And uh, stay tuned for part two of this uh, series on fats fats that heal and fats that kill. And the next episode, we're going to dive into the fats that you need to avoid and why. And uh, it's going to be some mind blowing stuff because, you know, when we start doing our research and learning these things and applying it in our own lives, it's just amazing uh, when you give your body what it needs, how it heals and how it, it thanks you by feeling your best. So stay tuned for part two of this series. Yes. Okay, so until next time, live healthier. Yes, peace and blessings, everyone. Stay healthy. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, blog content, as well as more information about our center, Life Strength and Health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.